Doc's Watch is meant for entertainment purposes only and not, I repeat, not meant to give medical advice or diagnosis. Always consult your doctor and not your podcast host if you have a medical question, concern, or ailment. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Doc's Watch, the show where real doctors tell you what's real, what's not, and what's maybe possible in your favorite movies and TV shows. I'm Dr. Jen. And I'm Dr. Deepa. In this episode, we'll be discussing Aquaman, a movie you definitely know happened, but almost certainly didn't see. Not to worry, though, we'll recap it really poorly for you while we discuss the physiology of underwater humans, I guess. Um, and then we'll also ask a lot of rhetorical questions and cover things like the staggers and chokes. Underwater sea magic. And then an entirely different underwater movie. So let's dive right in. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> okay, Deepo, let's go to rounds. Okay, so today we're talking about Aquaman, which is a movie that I made you watch. Yes, you did force me to watch this movie. Because I was at home and I was watching it because it had been recently added to HBO. Yes. And I was like, I'm not doing anything else. And it was mildly entertaining, don't you think? I mean, I I will say I liked it more than I thought I would. Because based on trailers and the Honest trailer, which if you have not seen, you should watch because it's hilarious. It's I was like, this is this can't be a good movie. And it wasn't, but it was also really entertaining. It was a like, fun I movie. enjoyed myself. I mean, I watched the whole thing with rapt attention. But... I watched the whole thing while tweeting, so my attention was not rapt. Yes, but I it was interesting. Saw your Twitter thread, obviously. <laughs> but um, what we what I wanted to talk about was because as I was watching the movie, I was thinking, as is the case with many of our superheroes, magical beings, whatever. There are little things about their physiology that like make them what they are, like for example Aquaman. Sure. That it's just interesting to think about how that could even be possible. So in most cases it's not. In mo- <laughs> yes, that's correct. In most cases humans cannot breathe underwater. There are no humans that can do it unless you've evolved from a baseline human right into an Atlantean. So Aquaman has a lot of powers. Yeah. And they seem to be being very strong. Yes. Being. All of them are very strong. That's true. Strength all of the Atlanteans like a... are very strong. Oh, yes. And most superheroes are all very strong. Oh, yeah, that's true. Is Spider-Man particularly strong? Mm, I don't know. I remember. feel like it goes back and forth in the lore about that, because in some places, they're also like, he can lift more than the average oh, cause, person like, bugs his size can lift. bugs. Because of or insects. <laughs> because bugs. Because insects. All those things that bugs can yeah, do. Yeah, but I don't yeah, right. I don't know that that's consistent. And I don't think the Tom Holland reboot is specifically super strong. Confession, I have not seen any of those. Oh my Tom god, Holland you have to watch them. I know. Really good. I know, I know. Zendaya's okay. in them, so I'm like, I'm on it. It's um probably the best Spider Man. Well, okay, Enter the Spider Verse is the best ooh, Spider Man yeah, movie recently. That one I saw. But I do think the Tom Holland iteration is my favorite Spider-Man reboot. This is not at all what we're talking about today. I know. That's okay. All right. So Aquaman. (laughs) So Aquaman's uh, powers, I guess. We'll call them powers because he can, in the beginning of the movie, he can talk to animals or at least communicate them by like putting his hand out and like like vibrations coming out of his hand. (laughs) Yeah. The CG like waves of stuff. All the Boston Aquarium fish come and stare at him because a kid tries to beat him up. Two kids. That's right. Two big kids. Yeah. Two big bullies come and beat him up. And or then a shark, shark cracks the tank. Yeah. 
which is actually quite frightening. And he actually, when he... Because I think it's his just the implication I think in that scene is that his distress kind of calls the shark. Yeah, but then he has to stop the shark because the shark is like attacking the glass. The shark is like, "What are you doing, this my king?" <laughs> yeah, and then and then Aquaman, Jason, little Jason Momoa, little Jason. turns uh, around. Actually, they had to cast like five actors to be Jason yes. Momoa because they have the oh baby. God, they so have many little Jason, Jason Momoa. They have like movie. teenager Jason Momoa, yes. and they have actual Jason Momoa. Yes. Yes. All these kids but are so much little to Jason. Up to. This is toddler Jason Momoa. No, he's like seven. Okay. Elementary school Jason yeah. Momoa turns around when the shark is attacking the glass and holds up his hand. I think he holds up his hand. Probably he does. I don't remember. But I'm pretty sure he does. Or and the vibes just reverberate yeah, out of him. Yeah. But it makes the shark stop. And then that's when all the fish come. Yeah. So. And then later he says that like sometimes he can talk to them and sometimes they can hear him. But it's not consistent. Is that in the end? That's like right before he gets the trident. He like mentions that. I well, yeah, what... because the big trident, not Kraken, but right. other thing that starts with the K, a K, like sea creature. Weird crab thing. Um, That one is like, oh my gosh, you can understand me. Yeah. But that, but he said earlier, and I forget when, why he said this earlier. He said it to Mira, but he mentioned that like he could sometimes communicate, but not always. Yeah. Oh, the Full whale. Disclosure. The whale, because they were hiding in the whale's mouth oh, during the escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pinocchio. And he was like talking to the whale. And she lots was like, of, What are you doing? Lots of references. Yeah. Oh Little Mermaid. A lot of Pinocchio. things happened in this movie. And I literally watched it yesterday. I could barely keep it straight. I so. already forgot about that whale thing. And I also yep. watched it very recently. That became for a the weirdly important plot point because then she finds the book about Pinocchio. Which, like, uh, anyway, uh, some random little girl hands her. But so he can, <laughs> he can. <laughs> it's very odd, actually. This is also neither here also, nor there. Also, full disclosure, I've never read an Aquaman comic book. Me neither. And I didn't know anything about the character, aside from that it was Jason Momoa, and I, I was like, I am, in, I am in favor of this. Well, yes, 100%. I was also okay with watching Aquaman because it's Jason Momoa as Aquaman. I'm yeah. fine with that. I have... It should be called Jason Momoa's <laughs> Jason Momoa Aquaman. As Aquaman. I um did watch a few... I don't remember them. But I do remember watching a few episodes of like Cartoon Network with the Aquaman when he was like blonde. Yeah. And the, the rendering where he, it's like he really has the flat gold, orange. The gold. I thought it was gold and it's green. It's orange, orange and, green. and green. Oh. They like so they updated it, it for <laughs> Jason Momoa. If you look, it is orange and green. Uh, Jason but Momoa it's very is gold. the upgrade. Yeah, it's very true. Anyway, it's very so true. he's very strong. Can he I can... tell you one piece of trivia about historical Aquaman that's kind of hilarious? Yes. There's a very early iteration of Aquaman. I was looking this up, who was was like a prince of Atlantis, like a full-blooded prince of Atlantis. I forget his name. I want to say it's like Orin, but I don't know. But Orum is the... That's Orm, is the bad guy in this movie. <laughs> no, right. But, but he was exiled to land because he was blonde. Stop. Yep. And that was apparently a curse. And Atlanteans aren't. Atlanteans thought but that Orm was a curse. But Orm in this is also blonde. Orm is blonde and so is Nicole Kidman. Mm, and Aquaman is not even close. No. That's okay. So he's strong. He can talk to animals. He can also brood. Smolder. <laughs> he's got he a really smolders. good smolder. Yes. He does the over-the-shoulder look back really, really well. Really well. well. He yep. does wet hair. Yes. Long, wet hair. Really nice. Really well. Yes. He's really good at getting elaborate tattoos all over his body. Yeah. A lot of that are apparently extensions of his actual, like... Oh, yeah, because he's got... 
those Polynesian Samoan, like, tribal yeah, yeah. tribal tattoos, like yeah. his family tattoos. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, the impenetrable skin is an interesting. Oh, yeah, one. we were talking about their physiology. Yeah, in the <laughs> beginning of the movie, and we talked about this, or we'll be talking about this depending on the order of this, um, <laughs> in our Jessica Jones episode about right or our Luke Cage episode. So either go back and listen to that, or or wait it will be coming, and it will come. Um. But he has impenetrable skin because in that in the very beginning of the movie, yeah, he is in the submarine. Yes, and they try to shoot him, and he just like it just. They like, also literally stab him. Oh, that's like they try to stab. Oh him. yeah, he has the little thing that comes out of yeah. his the manta. Like, yes, manta does, or has future a, manta. Future manta. He wasn't manta at that time. Who could be fully removed from this entire story? Yes. Oh my god. Um, so but has a little sword thing that comes out of his arm, and he tries to. Yeah, and I there's Aquaman. a reference later that like. It has to be Atlantean steel. It's like some Game of Thrones Valyrian it steel is, nonsense. It is, 100%. Which but, is fine because he's also Khal Drogo. That's true. <laughs> it's all like it's all coming together. <laughs> it all comes together. This is how, this is how it happens. I, I kind of think the super strength and the impenetrable skin are ubiquitous to yeah. Atlanteans, is what it seems like. They're ubiquitous to lots of superheroes because honestly, sure. if it weren't true, they could be killed off. A lot yeah. easier. We have really advanced weapons. Even when it's not true, though, they don't die. Like that, Batman is just that's always true. there. Batman should be mostly just injured. Yes, constantly because he's just a human. I mean, they he's say stuff about his fancy suit. It's the same thing as Iron Man. Like he's a dude in a fancy suit. That's true. I mean, Batman is not the same as Iron Man. Don't at me about this. <laughs> I'm just saying they're both human people with fancy suits, and that's ostensibly how they're kind of bulletproof. Batman makes less sense for why he's bulletproof. I mean, he's in the DC universe. I mean, that's true. So, anyway, anyway so that's what is le- that that's what led us to my first question, which was how is it possible because one of the sticking points in the beginning of this film is about how Aquaman can breathe on land and he can breathe underwater. Yeah. And not only can he breathe on land and underwater, but only particular beings can breathe in yeah, land and underwater. Only, the highborn. Yes. Basically royalty. Yeah. And well, I guess it is a little bit extended past that because Volko can too. Because yeah. they have that secret meeting. I think it's like if ship. you're part of the elite. Right. You know. And so I don't know what that means in the context of Aquaman. The Yeah, what's their the social of, hierarchy? The like? amount of background that is given oh is God. like a lot, but also not enough. Well they give me a lot of unnecessary background that I don't care about. Yeah. And then they don't give me a lot about, like, the social structure of How Atlantis. do the Atlanteans... All right, ready? How, how... Why are the Atlanteans where they are? You have 15 seconds. Go. Okay. So they were in Greco-Roman times. Steampunk had, like, inexhaustible energy sources. They figured that out. Didn't share it with anybody. Something, something hubris with Atlan the king <laughs> did something that exploded their entire city. Yeah. And destroyed everything. Yeah. They had to rebuild. There's like a little like hand wavy flash forward in this montage because all of a sudden they rebuild underwater and it's very like technological because they have like water lasers and stuff. And I don't know what that is. I think is, it's because they but... could use that energy source again. They like they do, harnessed they don't it better. say what they do. Yeah. But but they go underwater, and which this, is also This is ostensibly happening over like millions of years because they also talk about evolution and how like right. different creatures. Yeah, because they, they were like quote, some unquote, people regress. Regress. Yeah. This which is a little loaded. It's problematic. Regress. <laughs> it's very problematic. So they regressed and then the Atlanteans right. are like the humans. 
Yeah. They're basically superhumans, right? Because yeah. that's and and they say that they evolved from baseline humans of so the Atlanteans of old who lived in the air like regular humans. Yeah. Evolved to live at varying pressure levels. Yes. And that's supposed to explain like their super strength and also impenetrable skin, which I kind of don't get. I mean, that's fine. But so we're But gonna... then also there's crab people and fish people. And yeah. the trench. And the trench, which is like just crazy just, people. Just like I don't even know what those are, but they're kind of cool. It's like when um in the movie Hercules, when they go down to Hades and like all of those you know, like those when he's souls. gonna be taken into Hades and like all the souls are like Yeah, but those are just like weird drippy ghost Things. That's what the trench animal. That's what the they were trench like. animals I mean, they were, were like spiny. They looked like alien a little bit. That's true. They did. They looked like those, um, like a dragon. They fish, were like but blind like evil. alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about how it could potentially be possible. What you would need if you were an Atlantean. I don't know if that's exactly what we're talking about. That's what we're going to start out. If you were Atlantean and you needed to breathe underwater and above water. Okay, that's true. All right. So we're going to talk about normal breathing first. Okay. Ready, go. Spoiler alert, you breathe with your lungs. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, breathing is critical to Seems life. important. And uh, why is it critical? Because that's how you get oxygen. Yes. And oxygen is what all the cells in your body need. Yes. All right, so that's what your lungs do. And all the cells in your body need oxygen to carry out the activities that they do to, like, you know, give you strength, regulate your temperature, just Make keep you your alive. Skin impenetrable. Keep you alive. So normal breathing, right? You've got two lungs. Yes. And one hopes. You have a diaphragm. Yep. Right? Your diaphragm goes up and down. When the diaphragm is stimulated, does it go up or down? Down. Good job. I know. <laughs> so <laughs> trick question. Trick question. You tried it goes to down. get me, but you didn't. I tried to. So you breathe and your lungs are responsible for something called gas exchange. So basically if you can imagine there's like these air sacs. And they're teeny tiny. And every time you breathe, the reason that it's basically like, what is that called? Where you have like segments and then subsegments and then more segments. Fractal. A fractal. Yes. Yeah. It's like a fractal where you just have like big segments of the lung and they get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And your airways get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. I feel like most people, instead of saying fractal, would say it's like a branching tree. <laughs> oh, like a branching tree. Yes. We, in fact, frequently describe it as a branching tree. Mm -hmm. So it, it, has its segments and subsegments, and the reason is to maximize the amount of surface area because at the very ends in the alveoli, which is like the smallest unit basically of the lung, is where there's these little capillaries that take that bring the bread blood from your heart, right? Your heart's like pumping, it's doing mm -hmm. its own thing. We're not even gonna get into how the heart is involved in all this, really. Yeah. We're gonna ignore the heart for we're this ignoring episode. the heart. We talked about that in Iron Man. But um yeah, so we're ignoring the heart right now, but the blood is in these tiny little capillaries, and your blood, when it gets used up, not used up, but when your body is like <laughs> done doing what it's doing, it makes carbon dioxide. Yes. And what the point of the lung is, is to try to exchange that carbon dioxide for oxygen. Right. Right. And that's why we call it gas exchange, because those are the main gases that we're talking about. Carbon dioxide, oxygen. So your lungs are a big part of not only like getting oxygen into your body for yourselves but also like regulating your body's ph and that sort of thing so that's why i always think it's really funny when people try to advertise things like like ph like ph water that's like higher yeah, ph alkaline like water that. alkaline water whatever yeah. and it's like so it's your kidneys like and extra your lungs, good for you your kidneys and your lungs are going to be doing more than yeah, whatever FYI, it is water it's, drinking is. it's not don't 
pay the money for alkaline water. Just yeah. drink regular water. Just drink regular water. Your your body is quite good at regulating when it's healthy. Quite good at regulating. Yeah. Um, its own pH. So. How much acid or how much base you have is one thing that the lungs do in addition to getting oxygen into your bloodstream so that it goes back to your heart and then out to your body. Right? Mm-hmm. That sounds correct. Now, mm-hmm. Atlanteans. So, Jason Momoa, obviously Jason Momoa breathes this way. Yeah. I mean, he breathes much more there's efficiently also, and better than the rest of us. There's also the question of, like, Jason Momoa is half Atlantean. Yes. So, like... And half a guy from Maine. Yes. And, and so there is also the question a of like suspiciously tan guy from <laughs> why is he why is he as arguably like better than all of the Atlanteans at all right. of these things? Because like well, his the one true king brother thing, Orem but. is full Atlantean. Is it Orm or Orem? Orm is there an is, I? Orm doesn't sound there isn't an I because I watch everything with subtitles and so there's mm. not actually another so vowel it's definitely there. Orm. It is O R M. Okay. But I don't like the way that sounds. So I call him Orem. I mean, Orm is a terrible name, but it's, they're both bad. Yeah. But anyway, so he's full Atlantean. So you would presume that he is more, but he's not the true king. Right. So that's probably what it is. Because magic. Something about love. Don't forget about that. <laughs> Who's <laughs> love? A mother's love? Yeah. Mira's Nicole love? Nicole Kidman's love for the main guy. Nicole Kidman also says that she loves Orm, despite all of the war crimes he committed. Well, that is <laughs> her son. Also, I'm just saying. (laughs) All right. So anyway, so the Atlanteans presumably have this system. Right. Right. Where they can breathe above water. Yeah. Well, at least the highborn. The highborn. That's right. That's just the highborn. Yeah. Because the guards and stuff, they can't do it. They have to wear these suits when they come to land that are full of water. Yep. Um, But that means that underwater, they also need to have a secondary system that works presumably in the similar way that fish breathe yeah and we have to assume that it's like fish because if it were like marine mammals they just breathe air like marine mammals take in air like at whales the surface. And dolphins. yeah yes. whales they and dolphins come to the seals, surface breathe go back and then down. they dive and that's fine but atlanteans are spending extended periods of time underwater yeah and like like we said the guards can't breathe air they right. literally suffocate like that one guard threw himself yeah. face first he, like, into a toilet blue because and put his face she in the broke toilet. she broke his face she broke mask the seal um, so fish, fish also have to breathe. They also have to do this gas exchange thing because, again, oxygen is important for everybody. Um, and they, they do it through gills. So what fish do is they basically drink, well, they don't drink water, but they take water into their mouths and they force it over the gills. And the gills are made up similarly in a system like alveoli of tiny little filaments that have yeah. a lot of capillaries at the end. And capillaries are just tiny little blood vessels, like really, really tiny blood vessels through which like one red blood cell can pass at a time. Yeah. Um, red blood cells are small. Yeah. And these filaments, because they have all of the capillaries, which is the same as the alveoli, let oxygen and carbon dioxide exchange. And then it also does a little bit of like some waste removal like ammonia and stuff like that but i didn't get like really deep into that that makes sense um and some fish have the ability also to suck in the water and have it pass over the gills in one direction and then the blood flows in the other direction and it increases the efficiency of their oxygen extraction from the water oh which is called counter current exchange, which is kind of interesting. They can extract up to like 70% of the available oxygen. Oh, that's if really they do good. That. I actually don't know how much humans breathe in because the air that we breathe is 21%. 21% oxygen. Yeah. 
And so I don't know how much of that, because oxygen doesn't pass across the alveolar membrane as easily as carbon dioxide right. does. So you always have a little bit. You are you're, It's always easier to get rid of the carbon dioxide than it is to necessarily Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know either. Fail. We fail. Yeah, sorry. All right. So gills. So gills imply a system that is completely in water. Yes. There's no air. Yeah. Zero air. So zero air pockets. Right. I guess. And if you've ever been fishing or seen any videos of people fishing, you can see that when fish come up onto land, they're they, not happy. They are not happy. They're like their mouths are opening and closing. And in part, it's because they can't breathe because they need yeah. water to pass over like, the gills for, for exchange for gas exchange. <laughs> <laughs> and they flop around. Yep. And then you take your picture and you put them back. One would have. Right? Well, that so, seems really mean for a photo op. So this begs the question, obviously, of why don't the Atlanteans have gills? I mean, you can't see their gills. How, are they, know how do they, they breathe underwater? We don't know that they don't have gills. Where would they be? Like, randomly, like, because the only parts of them, because they all wear bodysuits, first of all. True. They're all wearing That's full That's a good point. You don't suits. know how breathable those suits are, though. Literally, you don't know what they're made. Literally, of. literally, readable. you don't know what they're made out of. <laughs> you would think that at some point, Jason Momoa's character would be like, "Why do I have gills? Like on yeah. my shoulders or wherever and, they're going to well, be?" Well, that's the thing is, you the question is, is like, where would the gills be? And like in a lot of other movies, like Waterworld and stuff like that, gills are always on the neck. Yeah, they don't have to be. Like, there's no reason why gills would I need guess to that's be on true. the neck. I guess it just that's the way that fish look. Yeah, but our, Even yeah. they don't have necks. <laughs> You're basically like, this is right behind the eyes. It kind of looks like therefore, a neck. therefore, that's where the gills. Arguably, go. it would make the most sense for gills to be like along your rib cage somewhere. So filaments and oh, stuff. Like maybe like, you use the same capillary yeah. network or something, or at least have it be in proximity. And I mean, Aquaman is shirtless enough that you would see his gills. If you he would had be able to see his. If but he's got there. all those tattoos, so maybe they just blend in. That's true. Maybe they're just tiny little slits. And again, he's half Atlantean. That's so like true. Maybe he has some other... Maybe he's like marine mammal So situation. at least you wouldn't need more chest, necessarily. Right. 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 But the other thing, the other question is, in, um, in Atlantis... Yes. They just talk to each other underwater like it's nothing. Yeah, and it has a slight reverberation, which I found kind of funny the entire movie because I was like, like the reverberation the, like should when only you talk, when you talk like when you talk underwater like in a pool. Yeah, the, like, like there's burr, like burr, burr, burr. yeah, it's like it's the like bubbles, the bubbles, the bubble and sound. it's also a little bit of like whenever movies try to make it seem like you're underwater, they make the audio like kind of echoey, like just a little bit, and then kind of like reverberate. Yeah, like you're like a, a little resonant. Pool. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't make any sense for them. I think because they're this, just talking to each other. They're just other. talking to each other. Yeah. So really that effect is like for us. Yeah. So So this is the hardest thing, right? Because for you and I to talk, we you need air. Yeah. Air has to go past your vocal cords. Creating sound, I think in just about especially at least in all mammals, requires air. As far as I know. As off far the top as I of know. my head. I don't know. I don't Please know. Please don't mammals. at me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know everything about creature. All mammals, I know so. that rattlesnakes can use a rattle. Those are also not mammals. I know, but I'm just saying that they're <laughs> a creature that creates sound without air. Fair. But I guess there is some air in that There's rattle. There's probably air in the rattle, yeah. yeah. Um but anyway, so it would be it would it would seem like so I Insects thought about create. it. I was like, okay, if well, Aquaman can breathe atmosphere. on land, that means they have like regular lung system. Yeah. All right. If he can breathe underwater, then let's presume he has some kind of gill system. Sure. In order for your lungs to not then fill up with water, something has to close off your yes. land lungs. While you're underwater. 
while you're underwater. And and we have something in our bodies already that serves a similar purpose, which is your epiglottis, and right. that protects your airway from the food. When people say like, oh, something went down the wrong pipe. Yeah. That's what they mean. Rather than it, it basically like if you're eating or like if you're in the unfortunate situation where you're like throwing up or something, it prevents things from going from your esophagus <laughs> area to your yeah. lung Every area. time you swallow, yeah. your epiglottis is closing over the tube like, that goes to your lungs. Don't go there. Yeah, so that nothing will go in there. So that that part is clean and you can breathe properly. And so presumably either your epiglottis or like an extra like valve. Depending on where the gills and stuff are. Yes. Yes. Extra kind of valve thing. I don't yeah. really see anybody eat underwater. So here's the thing. If it takes air, mm-hmm. well, it can't just take air because the guards and stuff can talk. Because I was going to hypothesize, like, if it just takes air, if you did have a third valve that can, like, close off to the lungs, but you still had, like, air sacs or something near the vocal cords, you could ostensibly talk underwater. But you'd have to replenish the air in the You'd have to replenish cords. the air, and yeah. it doesn't explain the guards. So all, because all of our speaking yeah. is from air. Yes. Going through your vocal cords or... Actually, going through your vocal cords, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And your nose and stuff like that. Right. Sure. So that is what is what you're speaking as, and they speak perfectly fine. You cannot create sound just passing water through a tube. Is that correct? I believe it's correct. It I requires mean, air. I think that's true, because anything you think about in terms of, like, turbulence or whatever, that's yeah. all air. It's just the sound of, yeah. right, yeah. So unless you're, like, using a Doppler or something like that, I'm just kidding. Being a nerd. Um, okay, so yeah, so the fact that they can speak is very peculiar. Yeah, that's. I will say in in the article that I read where I learned that original Aquaman or whatever was outcast because he was blonde. They also talked about the idea that they were telepathic with each other, and that's oh, how they talked. see that makes much more sense. But that would be a super boring movie. Yeah. <laughs> Of just like two hours of people staring, staring at, at each, each other, other with voiceover. Intensely. Yeah. Staring with voiceover. See, that makes yeah. more sense because they realize that it's not. Yeah, because that, doesn't a make huge, any sense. You can't talk underwater. That's a huge, like, physiological impossibility. Yeah. Like, w- how would you do that? Yeah. So that's why so that's why he can't talk. He doesn't have vocal cords. He can't talk. We need a separate system for gas exchange. Right. Because gas exchange is what rules your life. It's it true. honestly is what rules it your life. It is true, even if you don't know it. Yeah. All right. So then the other thing, the other scene in this movie that was very interesting to me was at the very beginning of the movie when you're introduced to Aquaman and what he's doing. So there are these pirates that come aboard a submarine. Recap the beginning of this movie. Okay. I honestly don't exactly know why they were there. (laughs) I will tell you before you start your recap. I, you you told you pitched this episode to me based on this scene where he like pushes the submarine thing up. And I, I definitely thought that this scene happened way later in the no, movie. No, it is it the was not like of the, the opening of this. The movie. opening of the movie is the opening is his Nicole like, Kidman mom having yeah, Nicole a, going you know yes. like with her. Dreads. But like the first Aquaman thing that happens is this scene and I was like this was not even this is like <laughs> it's not even the main like point of the movie 15 minutes into this yeah. movie so there are these pirates yes. and there's a father and son yep and there's this vague sort of um like sub 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 plot about like how the army was racist or I guess not how the army was racist because remember he hands him his knife the dad hands the son the knife and he's like this was your grandfather's knife which apparently is Atlantean steel did you catch that no because he stabs Aquaman with that knife later (gasps) I thought he with that knife yes 
Oof, I gotta see it again. Aquaman, <laughs> the third time around, is coming third, up. <laughs> third watch. Um, no, I have. I did not catch that. So okay, go back and look for that detail. Oh, okay. So obviously then come there's going to be a sequel me. that involves all these people. hundred oh, percent. Um, so yeah. otherwise, what was the point of Black Manta? Right, that's true. Um, so these pirates, they're yes. aboard this submarine, and they're like trapping all these Russian sailors. Are they Russian? I didn't think they were American. I think they were. Ru- I for some reason in my head they were Russian. I don't or think some they're kind Russian. Of European. They're European. Yeah. I don't know that they're Russian. Okay. Well, they all had like matter. stereotypical sailor outfits on, which is also very funny. Is that what they were on? They submarines? were. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> they just wear like kind of like military, but not like or like navy, presumably. Yeah. Uniforms, but not like a, not like a full not like sailor from the outfit. Fifties like ticker tape New <laughs> With York your City parade. Neckerchief. Yeah. So anyway, so they're they're I think they're just trying to commandeer the sub, I guess. I didn't know understand what they wanted from the submarine. I know that they were on a I know that they were on like they were doing this on Orm's orders, we find out later. Right. Which also becomes completely irrelevant, has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. But because he doesn't end that conversation with I'm going to give you technology to defeat Aquaman. That, in fact, happens even that later. That happens later. <laughs> I, I do, well, I'm going to let you finish recapping yeah, this. Scene. So anyway, so he, so the thing is, he, all of this is happening, and then all of a sudden, like, they start feeling the submarine move, yep. and then you see a wide shot of Aquaman underneath the submarine, rapidly pushing the submarine up to the surface. Yes. That happens very quickly, and it's like, little Aquaman, big sub, and then he's like, moving He's not even it up. kicking. He's not even kicking. He's just moving. <laughs> Somehow, sheer force of will, and he then he jumps on top of the submarine, opens the hatch, goes down, and then he turns around and says, <laughs> "Permission to come aboard." The dialogue in this movie <laughs> is just—I will say that this scene, the submarine scene, has Jason Momoa doing the super, like the superhero landing, like where oh, you yeah. kneel and kind of like slowly and get like up. He does it down. like three times within the span of like five minutes. <laughs> We, we just everybody just needs to know that Jason Momoa is a star, which I mean, does he's really not good need at to the be reiterated. Um, so yeah, so then he gets on and basically like defeats the um, pirates, kills the dad of the guy who lets eventually becomes Manta or yes. lets him die, and Same then difference. rescues the European <laughs> sailors. <laughs> yeah. So my question was when I saw this because I was and then like, the dad blows up the submarine with a grenade. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did have a yeah, grenade. Yeah, because he makes his son leave. And with, then he blows yeah. up. Yeah, which also I was like, if you're supposed to steal this to try to like pretend that the surface is waging war on Atlantis, wouldn't you want to not blow up the submarine? Like when you need it later? Well, they do have this other flag. submarine that comes in yeah, later. Yeah, but where does that come I from? have no idea. It doesn't make any sense at all. Anyway, there's a different submarine that comes later in the movie. But so my question about this was because I, um, I myself learned how to scuba dive when I was very young. And I knew that rapidly ascending from a depth can cause problems. Right. Specifically, the bends. Right. Or decompression sickness. Decompression sickness. And this is a an actual issue for real divers. Um, but when we looked up if it's possible in this scene, it is actually not really a problem. Right. It's not really a thing. Right. Um, because submarines, as I learned in my extensive reading... Which makes perfect sense is the inside of a submarine is pressurized or depressurized to uh, atmospheric pressure, which is one atmosphere. Right. Like sea level. Yeah. Ish. And uh, and because of that, they the people in the submarine won't experience a sudden decompression. Right. And they'll be fine. 
But let's assume that wasn't the case. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we're going to talk about the bends. But we're anyway. going to talk about the bends. So what is what is the bends? Okay, so the bends is basically it's it's what most people call decompression sickness, which we've said a couple of times. But decompression sickness isn't just something that can happen to scuba divers. It can happen to basically anyone rapidly changing altitude. So like some aviators and then astronauts can also experience this. Um, but basically what's happening is that in divers specifically, you're breathing pressurized air when you yeah. dive. You're breathing compressed in the, in the air in the tank. And as you dive, the air in the tank has the same pressure as the pressure outside, as the water. Yeah. Because if it's lower, it won't come out and you won't be able to breathe anything. Yeah. So as you go deeper, the air you're breathing is at a higher pressure compared to sea level. Mm -hmm. And what happens is it as your body is using the oxygen and doing gas exchange, nitrogen is slowly dissolving into yeah. your blood. Because, like, most of what's in that tank is actually nitrogen. Yeah, it's nitrogen and oxygen. It's like a mix. Um, and so depending on how deep you are, kind of, like, determines the rate at which nitrogen will dissolve. And so when the dissolved gas in your blood comes out of solution, it forms little bubbles that can get trapped in blood vessels, can be in your tissues, and that they can cause a lot of problems. Specifically talk about it being getting stuck in your joints. Yeah. Which is generally is the where, most like, common. I feel like I feel like generally when there are like invaders in your bloodstream, your joints is where they get stuck. Like when you have gout. It's always the joints. Or something like that. It's, it's just because it's like a it's like a vascularized space, but also there's just like a lot of space there. Yeah. A lot and of it, places for it to go. Historically, when they classified it, the bends specifically referred to the bubbles getting trapped in your joints. So it's yeah. specifically referred to joint pain. Um, but then they also had the staggers for neurological issues. Oh, if you were like. If you were confused, dizzy, mm, paralysis yeah. was a thing. And then the chokes. Oof. For pulmonary Don't choke. issues, which sounds really bad. I mean, you can die from the bends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then the tiny bubbles can also um, cause basically an inflammatory reaction in your blood vessels, and can cause clotting to happen. And then there's also yeah. the risk of and that's how you die. Yes, that's one of the ways <laughs> that you can die. Not not a good way to die. Either. Yeah. Um. There, and then it can also cause um, air embolisms, which is just where bubbles trapped in blood vessels can then travel and cause a lot of problems in your blood, like in your brain. Yeah, is mostly what usually. You're about is yeah, so usually if you have a um, if air if a little air bubbles end up in your lungs, usually your lungs can handle it. Mm -hmm. But if you have little communications in your heart where blood can go from one side to the other, then uh, you can. You, there is a risk of passing a little bubble of air. Yeah, from one side to the other, and the risk is higher if you already have issues in your heart. Yeah, and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it goes from the right side of your heart to the left side and then it can go up to your brain. Deeply can tell you all about shunting. Oh, God, all the shunts. <laughs> so the bends is um, is bad. And when I like, so when I, I remember when I, I got my scuba diving license because we went on this vacation to Florida and there was like nothing to do there. Mm -hmm. But the little, scuba the little timeshare that we stayed at was like had these guys from a dive school come by and they were like, you can get your scuba diving license in a week. That's pretty cool. And I was like, I'll do it. I think I, it was like literally 14. And so we went and like did the practice and then I had this book that I had to study okay. to take the test. It's like driving I did school. I mean I like literally was studying on my vacation. But one <laughs> of the things you have to do is something called a dive table. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that like the the longer you are at depth and the deeper that depth is, the higher your risk of getting the bends is. Right. 
And the way that you prevent the bends is just by slowly ascending from the depth. If you suddenly come up, then it's like all all of the sort of nitrogen that's like in solution in your blood like suddenly becomes a gas. Right. Whereas if you do it slowly, then it'll just basically become a gas at a slower rate and you can like use your own system. Like your body can handle just like converting it into usable things. Yeah. So that and it's I, not bad. I saw like the one of the best um, analogies basically for what it looks like when bubbles come out of solution is basically soda, right? So like when you crack a can of soda open, bubbles form. Yeah. And that's what's happening is gas is coming out of being dissolved in solution and then like forming bubbles. Forming and then, bubbles. Yeah. And so and if you like suddenly open it, you're more likely to have it like pour over. Like I think that's bottle. more like if you if increase you the pressure. pressurize a bottle. Yeah, that's true. Versus like suddenly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, so you have to make these dive tables. And basically what it is, is it's like it you do a, some little equations and like use these tables to figure out. Usually descending is not that much of a problem. Okay. Um, you can kind of descend like as quickly as like the weights that are on you will take you basically. Because you're always going to have a little bit of buoyancy. Because you're like, because human beings' bodies are buoyant. But you have to put in like how long you plan on staying at, at that depth. And then it'll it'll tell you how long to take to come up. And so like the thing about it is, though, you can only take so much air down with you. Right. Right. And so what, it'll, what you have to figure in is like, all right, you've got like X amount of air and it'll last a total of two hours no matter what. So it's like if you want to dive to this depth on this one tank. Then it'll be like, all right, you get to spend five minutes descending, five minutes down there, and the remaining hour and like 45 <laughs> minutes slowly, slowly coming up. I didn't realize the proportion broke down like that. No, it does. Yeah. yeah sometimes it does. If you're going deep enough, like you can you might be able to spend like 20 minutes down there and like you will have to ascend for like one hour. Man. Yeah. Okay. And it has to so that's why people like if you want to take extra tanks and like spend more time, but then also know that you're spending more time breathing compressed air. Right. Yeah. And then at that point you're you're bringing extra tanks mostly to help you mostly come to back help to you the come surface. Back up. Yeah. Okay. So you have to take a really long time to come up. And uh, by the way, I got a 99 on my test that I took when you were 14. When I was 14. Okay. Just saying. What if you took it now? Like today? Yeah. Oh, I would I would fail because there's like a lot of little safety regulations and things like that that mm. are like very like specific. Like hand signals and stuff? Yeah. Because you can't speak underwater. Right. So everything you do is a hand <laughs> signal. So thumbs up does not mean everything's good. It means, it means I want to go, go up. up. Right. Yeah. yeah. What so is everything use, good? Okay. 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 Yeah. You have to do the three finger. I feel okay. like I looked that up at one point, but I don't remember why. Yeah. I do not have a scuba license, so yeah. I had no reason to look this up. But. I mean, you know, you had to talk about like, you know, you have an extra regulator. That's the thing you breathe out of. Mm. What to do when it fails. How to like share it with other people if their regulators fail. Lots of things. Sounds like a lot. That I don't even remember now. <laughs> It's super fun, though. I think I, I, I think it. you so, should estimate what you would get on this test and then find a version and take it today and see what happens. Uh, we'll see. We'll follow up. What do you think up. you would get? Probably a 50%. Okay. <laughs> Some of it is just obvious, right? I'm going to give you more credit and I'm going to say that you'd get like 75%. Because there's a way to do a dive table and I don't remember how to do it. That's I feel the like thing. you get at least a 75 just even from like. You have more confidence in me. I have a lot of probably confidence. Probably warranted. But I feel like you could probably figure some of it out. The safety stuff, I think I could definitely figure yeah. out. Yeah. Most most of it's pretty, like, obvious. Anyway, so why don't you think Aquaman gets the vents? All the Atlanteans, everybody Nobody in this just is way deep. 
and then suddenly comes up. Yeah, because as far as we can tell, that last final battle takes place on the seafloor. Like, their crab's just, like, going over the, the bottom of the ocean. Where are they from? What is that place called? The, the brine. brine. <laughs> the kingdom of the, the brine. The kingdom of the brine. And then who knows where the tr- trench is? Like, the who trench? knows how deep the trench is? I mean, if it's the trench, it's the deepest part of the well, ocean. It, yeah, like, are they talking about the trench? Or is like this some other? Yeah, trench? Like, or is this some kind of other Atlantean? Put that Marianas Trench reference in your pocket. It'll become important later. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know, but they go deep and they then they suddenly deep. come up. Yes, all the time. Because especially at the end, they're like he, her Mira or somebody or no, what's his name? Vulcan, Vulcan, Vol- Vol- Volco, Volco. He's like <laughs> he's like last time you were we'll fighting. We'll fact Orm, check all of these names. <laughs> he was like last time you were fighting Orem in his arena. Take him up to yours or whatever. Yeah. So they're both like it's not exactly what keep said, but let. They're like, it. all right, war will still be going on, but we're going to go to the top. How about that? And they fight on a submarine. And they fight. Well, no, I don't think it's a submarine. I think it's one of those Atlantean like warships that are standing oh, is it? on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't tell because it kind of looked like that. a submarine. It does, but it's really wide. So it's I think very that wide. it's, I, I think that it was specific. And its propellers are very specific and very like menacing looking. They're really menacing. Propellers. They are. Go watch that. Yes, they again. do look like little like. He sickles. tries to shove Orm into them. I mean that and is gets a good very move. close. Yeah. So. So yeah. So anyway, so they don't get the bend. So presumably, Atlanteans have either a um, faster way to dissolve, yeah, re-dissolve like or somehow handle, nitrogen doesn't dissolve the, the same way. Well, they're also not breathing compressed air though. Oh, so right. they that have part the gills. So maybe they just, maybe that's why they don't. Yeah, get maybe the bends. they don't get the bends because, because all they're doing is that. like fish gilling. Yeah. So well, like if they sense. if they don't actually breathe any compressed air and they don't take in extra nitrogen, then they wouldn't get the bends. Then they wouldn't get the bends. And shouldn't get the bends. Okay, we solved this problem. We, we didn't even it. answer we this didn't in even our notes. Think about it. <laughs> so um so you looked up other things that happen to fish. <laughs> yeah. Which terrible is ter- <laughs> terrible horrible things cuz so, no cuz fish you cuz b- based on this fish can get the bends. Right. Because because originally when I told my husband that we were doing this episode and he was like, do fish get the bends? And I was like, off the top of my head, no, because they're fish. But I don't I guess I don't really know. So I had to look that up. And so technically they don't like if you if you define the bends like decompression sickness as being like related to dissolved gas forming bubbles, like, et cetera. Yeah, technically, no. But fish do experience okay. barotrauma, which is basically trauma related to pressure, pressure changes. Yeah. Um, because, and specifically, usually if it's deep sea fish, so if you like go deep sea fishing, um, the fish that you catch, <laughs> there's this phenomenon when you pull them up out of the water where there's sl- swim bladders, which help them retain, like change their buoyancy in water. Yeah. To um, keep them like at a certain level, which is yeah. what you do when you're scuba diving. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, their swim bladders can overexpand as you bring them up to the surface and then rupture. And then the air that's released from the swim bladder continues to expand because they're coming down. They're coming up from like a really high pressure. Yeah. Um, to atmospheric pressure. And the gas then pushes their stomach out of their mouth and their intestines out of their butt. That is the worst thing I've ever heard in my yeah. life. You can prevent <laughs> this from something called fish venting. Which is something I did not know about before today. Where do you put the vent? Do you it, know? No. I didn't look in great detail about this because I kind of didn't want to see. But basically, you puncture the bladder a little bit and release some of the air before you throw them back Ugh. into the ocean. And make it be like... Which I'm just like, this is a terrible day for that fish. I like, know. That fish is having a bad day. This is... It's just really mean. You gotta find a new sport. 
And then um, in relation to fish, but not quite, is marine mammals, right? Because yeah. whales and dolphins are doing this. Seals and obviously are doing they this. dive to like intense depths. Right. Yeah. And so I was kind of like, do they get the bends? Because they're also, I mean, they're not or breathing. More how do they not get right. the bends? How do they not get the bends? Because they question. breathe air. I mean, it's not compressed air, right. but it's um, going to be compressed when they go down, I guess. Right. And like, and then, yeah, how does that work, basically? And so when I was looking that up, I didn't get into a lot of the details of exactly, like, physiologically how their chest and their lung structures are a little bit different. But one of the things that I did see is there, there's a process of basically passive compression as they dive. So there's a segment of their lungs. They have two pulmonary, main pulmonary regions, and there's a section of it that basically passively collapses mm -hmm. as they dive and the surrounding pressure increases. And this causes what we call ventilation perfusion mismatch, which yeah. just means that the amount of air that you're taking in um, versus or, the amount versus of blood the, that's yeah, going versus, through. I was about to say like is less than, but it could go either way. Yeah. So <laughs> versus the amount of blood that's circulating is not matched up, is yeah. different in some way. And so either you are ventilating more so you're trying to exchange more air ventilating than is just our fancy word for breathing for, yeah, for breathing you're either trying to breathe more than your blood is allowing for because ultimately what you're trying to do is put oxygen into your blood yeah or there's more blood circulating than you're providing oxygen for essentially so whales must just have like a bigger range of like amounts of oxygen and carbon dioxide and stuff in their bodies that they can handle yeah i would imagine it has to be something like that and then something with the the way that their lung regions collapse minimizes like nitrogen, like all exchange. the badness from yeah, like, like it kind of minimizes building up in your body with, this, with the different solubilities of the gas. I wonder if that. so, like in humans, right? Mm -hmm. Your drive to breathe comes from like building up of CO two, right? Like if I if when you hold your breath, and people are like, you know, when you get to the end of what you can tolerate, the reason that you take a deep breath is because. The CO2 is not able to leave. Right. So it builds up in your bloodstream and then right. your brain is it like, It feels like you don't have breathe. enough oxygen is what yeah. like you would think is happening, but it's not actually that. It's that you it's have too much carbon CO2. dioxide. I wonder if whales, if those mammals, if it's the same thing. Like, do they come hmm. up to breathe because of carbon dioxide or do they come up to breathe? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. Because don't it, know how a, you would a ventilation perfusion mismatch would also cause... That's true. CO, right? Yeah, retention. Look it up. Stay tuned. We're okay, going we'll to figure out what that, out. that is. That's an interesting question, though. But, so Aquaman but, shouldn't get the bends. So we had written down, why doesn't Aquaman get the bends? And I said that he's magic and royal. But actually, it's because well, he has gill breathing. And you said he was royal. <laughs> <laughs> it was because he was royal. <laughs> but the interesting thing, too, about the marine mammals is it turns out that possibly they can actually get the bends, depending yeah. on, on what the event is that happened. So I... I came across this article that said in 2002, there was a stranding event where 14 whales got stranded off the coast of the Canary Islands and died. Um, and they thought it was related basically to the Navy doing like sonar exercises. Like oh, maybe that like stressed the whales out or confused them or something. Yeah, that's whales. unclear. Mm. But they stranded themselves on the beach, died. And then when they did, did um, do necropsies on the whales, they found gas bubbles in their tissues. Oh, interesting. So plus minus, they can't actually get the bends. It just doesn't, like, who knows how quickly who knows they what surfaced happened. Yeah. in this case. Like, I don't know. One can only guess. Yep. All right. So how do you fix the bends? I mean, oxygen, basically. <laughs> yeah. Long story short, it's oxygen. Long story short, you can... And oxygen and uh, and pressure, Yeah, basically. It's, it's, it's kind of just reversing the process that got you there to begin with. Yeah. Which is by getting into a hyperbaric chamber, 
which they do have at like certain, especially in coastal cities and stuff like that, like hospitals and stuff will have a hyperbaric chamber. I knew I had a friend once who had to go, who's from Florida, and he had to go to Miami Children's because he had like gotten the vent. Really? Yeah. From scuba diving. But uh, but yes, yeah, so you get in a hyperbaric chamber and hyperbaric just means um, more pressure, mm-hmm. high pressure. Yeah. So you get in a high pressure chamber and it attempts to sort of redissolve the oxygen, redissolve the, the nitrogen so that your body has more time to like handle it. Right. And then also gives you um, some extra oxygen to right. like help you along the way. And these chambers, you can pump in 100% oxygen and then you can pressurize the chamber. Yeah. And then you can, once the nitrogen is ostensibly dissolved again, you can just slowly Yeah, like breathing it. a little extra oxygen will help just generally make your tissues and stuff feel better. Right. You shouldn't breathe extra amounts of oxygen for long periods of time because that can be bad also. <laughs> yes. But for this particular purpose... Then you sort of like do the thing that you would do with a dive table, which is just like slowly depressurize right. over back to one atmosphere. Hours, pressure. days, it depends. Yeah. And usually you should treat it pretty fast. Right. Ideally within hours is what I was reading. Yeah. Um, and it is one of those things that the Benz is something that you would just diagnose based on history. Like there's not yeah. really, there's no test there's that you could do test. that would tell you that this is what's happening. You can't do an x-ray of someone and be like, you got no. a lot of nitrogen bubbles in that no. plug, man. No, but you would do an x-ray potentially to rule out a pneumothorax, which would be, which is basically where your lung has collapsed. Yeah. Um, because you don't want to stick someone into a hyperbaric oxygen chamber. <laughs> with a collapsed, collapsed lung. That would be not great. That would be bad. That would generally be a bad thing. Yes, yes. Don't do that. Right. And making sure that your diagnosis of the bends is correct and it's not something else that is hurting people's joints. But if they right. tell you, I was diving. I was recently scuba diving. And came up like, really quickly on accident. You know, don't overthink it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. How would you, you know, prevent getting the bends? If you were going to go scuba diving, what would you do to try to minimize your risk? Well, the key to a successful dive is safety planning. Yep. For safety and all that stuff. So you would do the dive table. Figure out how much how much air you're going to take in your tanks. Figure out how deep you're going to go. Scuba diving is not something where you're like, I'll just see what happens. Like, you have to plan it. Obviously, always have a buddy. But the main thing is to figure out how deep you're going to go, how long you're going to be down there, and then figure out how much time you're going to take to come up. Mm-hmm. And not to, like, overstress yourself when you're down there. So that you start breathing a lot. Which the Atlanteans are doing Because if you start breathing a lot, then you're just going to keep breathing more of that compressed air. They're like fighting down there. I know they fight, but now, now, now we know why. Yeah, they, that's because true. they have they have to have secret gills now. Yeah, they. 100% it's not a do. choice because they're like exerting themselves. <laughs> yeah, and they're like breathing all this air. It's true. Yeah, I also read that cold water is a risk factor specifically. Oh, is it really? Like it increases your risk slightly of getting the bends if you're diving in, in cold water versus warmer water. Hmm. Which I, I was kind why. of like, I'm not 100% sure why that would be the case. But I don't know if it has something to do with like constriction of blood vessels or... Maybe. I don't know. I, I wonder if more of the nitrogen dissolves in your tissues if your blood vessels are all... Like it doesn't stay in your right. bloodstream. Right. And so if it like goes into your tissue, then it'll come then out. you would have the best. Come back out. So. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's but I saw that kind of consistently in some of the articles that I was reading about this. And I was like, huh. It's interesting. Yeah. 
So ultimately, I think where we landed was that the main things that made me interested in talking about Aquaman's physiology, we figured out pretty quickly. One was that he has to have gills. <laughs> yes. And there has to be, there must be some kind of way to avoid getting water into the lungs because that's also bad because you don't get oxygen. Right. And then so like a second lungs. epiglottis or something. Some kind of second epiglottis. Uh-huh. Obviously, he has to have gills. And then he, with that in place, you wouldn't get the bends. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Good job. All right. You did a good job. Should we go to our resident lounge? Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So This was your question. That's true. <laughs> the, so, okay. <laughs> My first question <laughs> is, why is everyone under the ocean so racist? I think that when you have a civilization that was created from an ancient civilization. Sure. Then you just keep perpetuating. <laughs> there wasn't like a revolution. There was no revolution. So they're like probably stuck in like a weird class race structure i mean i i think that that is and by race i mean different creatures yes <laughs> i mean it's it's kind of hinted at because they're also very derogatory about the fish people oh yeah and the crab people the fish people because there's like the um yeah the brine the trench i mean they talk about the, the fish people were they they were called fishermen. They were literally oh, yeah, the called fishermen. the fishermen. <laughs> but they were they were actually more like mermaids. Mermaid. Yeah. They were like um But with like But they looked like fish. Yeah. They looked like aliens. They looked like um like little Oh, what was that movie? The the Guillermo del Toro Pan's Labyrinth? No, the recent one. Shape of Water. It kinda looked like oh, that guy, yes, but yeah. with like a tail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but with yeah. a tail. Yes, yes, yes. The shape of water yeah. creature. Yes. Yeah. So there was like that whole thing where like Orm kills the dad and like the princess is Which suddenly in charge. Which I was just like, okay, we're okay with this now. Like, we're okay <laughs> with this guy doing this. Why is there a war between the fishermen? But I guess he had the others. The other. People. Well, they said that the fishermen were kind of like cowards. Was kind of the way Orm framed it was that they wouldn't help. But I'm mostly at the just like, of the movie. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also just like, why? Why is everyone else okay with the fact that Orm literally just killed? One of the kings yeah, of the other like, kingdoms. Literally, nobody moves. From yeah, where everyone's standing. just like, "Yep, okay, this is what we're doing." And then now. they're like, "You're in charge now, princess," and she's like, 12. Yeah, and I, I did not count how many times they called Jason Momoa half breed in this movie, <laughs> but it was a lot. They were like half. Even the Julie Andrews, um, Kraken thing. What is it? Called? It was called like a Karathen. Julie Andrews. I'm pretty positive it's Julie Andrews. What? I'll have to look it up on IMDb. Okay, I need to look this up. Too. My phone's on That's the ground. It's gonna blow my mind. Otherwise, I would just put it right my here. My phone's over there, but... so I can't look it up right now. We'll we'll put a correction. I'm pretty it's positive not. it's Julie Andrews. That's that blows my mind a little bit. I mean, but they, even, like yeah, more even the Julie Andrews and Kraken was like half, half breed. breed, and I was. It was basically in the second half of the movie. They just picked up saying that word a lot. Yeah, that term for Jason. Because I don't know that he calls him a half breed in the beginning. Orm? Does he call him that? Uh, I mean, like, he calls if him... If anybody's a racist, it's Orm. Orm is 100% a racist. He's, just got he's that basically look. an authoritarian fascist. That's but, like, true. but Orm is... Orm, I think, daddy says issues. half-breed Mommy and, and bastard a lot about Jason Mama. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He does call him that, yeah. too. Yeah, so, like, Orm says it, but then, like, later on the movie, he says it more frequently, and then other people say it, and I was just like, this is But a then lot, there's guys. the whole thing about, like, how when they're talking about the story, and they're like, some evolved, we evolved, and we're, like, able to breathe right. underwater and, and above, some people and regressed. some regressed, and they turned into crabs. I was like, but then the and crabs... they turned into crabs. I mean... <laughs> that's, what, that's how <laughs> evolution works. <laughs> evolved into crab creatures. <laughs> and then, like, some evolved into those trench creatures, and, and it's some like... Evolved into fishermen. Fishermen. And then it's like, wait a second, but they still have their own full communities and you're calling them regressed. Yes. From you guys. And clearly they're clearly like 
sophisticated communities. I mean, we know that the brine can at least organize a full army. Oh, yeah. Right? And they so, also like, have crabs be... that shoot lasers. I mean, like... <laughs> they have their own laser. They have their own laser cannons. So, like, what they're... That it is yeah. super... And then the fisher pe- fishermen, um, when they show up... Also, like, the, where the fishermen live is arguably more beautiful than Atlantis. I kind of don't remember exactly where they live. It, they almost look the same. But okay. Atlantis looks more like Las Vegas at night and <laughs> Fisherman looks more <laughs> okay. like that was true. sort of a like like a uh, where, is the, where is the place that the elves live in Lord of the Rings? Oh, Rivendell? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what it Okay. More with the, where the fishermen live. I was like. say the fishermen. I mean, when they showed up, you, there was clearly a hierarchy. Remember like there was the there king, there was the princess. In this movie. I just thought. Oh my god! That. Yes, because when that happened, when they went through the trench, and for some reason there was a portal at the end of it that took them to Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. I was like, I was like waiting. What, what is for, happening? Like, Richard Attenborough, David Attenborough, whoever was to come out. I wanted and be that like, music welcome to, play. to Jurassic Park. I was I like, really why is Nicole Kidman living with dinosaurs? Yeah, and then she was just trapped there. Nobody talks about the dinosaurs. Yeah, again, that's ever. true. Nobody talks once. about the dinosaurs. They're nobody like flying. Nobody mentions Somehow the fact they're that they're outside dinosaurs. again. They're like above water. It's a portal. They went through like a lightning. Portal. You can't think too much about what the portal means. Oh my gosh! But yeah, the dinosaurs though. Oh yeah, I just that yeah. was. I almost forgot about that bit because <laughs> it seems like because Mara is from like another kingdom, right? Yeah, yeah, and I don't remember what I don't remember. I don't that's remember her father what that like makes the alliance with. Yeah, it is. Orm. It's it is. her father. Yeah, so it's a. Different... But I don't remember what kingdom that is. Like what? I don't remember specific... the name either. Something about four kingdoms, then you become an. There ocean was like master. seven kingdoms. There's seven, but you needed four. Yeah, in well, order to that's be... because two of them died or something. <laughs> one of them is the trench. <laughs> and there's no convince... making alliances you can't, with the trench. You can't convince the trench people. Oh my gosh. Anyway, it was a mess. The history yeah. of that world is a mess. Yeah. Anyway, everyone's racist. Everyone's I noticed racist. that when I was watching this movie, At it bothered me a lot. At least beautifully racist. <laughs> I guess. It's gorgeous. But, like, the the CGI and all that stuff is really, yeah, the movie is is really quite good. <laughs> the movie Especially is for the amount of time they have to spend underwater. Yeah. Was, underwater okay. animation is... <laughs> tough yeah uh, that's true also, i like the lots of lava underwater constantly. which like we can get into that in a different episode there's a lot of interesting stuff under the water uh, like lava explosions things like that like what what is what <laughs> does that happening? look like if it happens underwater because as far as i know mm-hmm. if heat is under it'll just turn into like soot and smoke like it'll turn black i don't i don't actually know like what because i know that stuff can happen with lava under the water because I don't. I don't want to speculate. About... I'm just gonna make some shit up right now. So, yeah, but aren't they mind. those like vents? Like the vents? Yeah, there's deep sea vents, big smokestacks. Right, basically. but I do think that volcanoes and stuff can erupt underwater. Yeah, but will so they I don't have know what that looks red like. lava? I don't know. Anyway, but I also know that there's deep. There's like salt lakes underwater. The salt lakes are really which is cool. Really cool. See, I, I watch really Planet Earth too, everybody. Oh my gosh, the salt it's lake amazing. is so. That's the brine. I mean, that is basically is what that it the is. briners of the trench. <laughs> <laughs> Where did the brine live? Where are these crab people? That's what the, I want. They know. are living in those because those underwater lakes are because they're they're the salinity is extremely high. Right. It's, you think the crab people are there? Yeah, because it's the brine. Okay. They Fair are enough. brining. Fair, Come enough. On. Fair enough. Okay. Right. The other the other point I wanted to make was after you made me watch Aquaman, instead of no, watching no, no, no. that, after I mentioned yeah, Aquaman after you, you mentioned Aquaman, instead of watching that movie. I watched The Meg and then I made you watch it. Oh my gosh. The Meg. First of all, it should be called The Megs. Because spoiler <laughs> alert, there's more than one Meg. And there are so yeah. many bananas things in this movie. Oh my God. 
I mean, obviously it has Jason Statham, so it's already going to be bananas. It's about an enormous <laughs> prehistoric it's bananas, shark. but in a predictable way. Yeah, yeah. It's about a huge prehistoric shark. Yes, the megalodon. called the megalodon. Yeah, and which I kn- knew about before. Because I was a nerd when I was young. I mean, I like learning about I dinosaurs too, but I'm not and those kinds of things. It, so. um, I am bragging about <laughs> it. Um, but this movie, for one thing, there is a there is a scene at the very beginning of this movie where so like this crew gets trapped in the depths below something called the thermocline, which they believe sure. is deeper than the deepest point of the of the trench, right? Of the which, Mariana which Trench, which are kind of like. No, it's Do not. you know what deepest point means? Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. So they're saying that there's this really cold layer that mm-hmm. they think is actually not the ground, but a cloud. They keep calling it the cloud. And I was like, stop. Was it a really cold layer? It was cold. Yeah. That was the thing. Because remember how she uses a heat map to show, like, when they busted through it, how the Meg got out? That was their I explanation. It was warm. No, 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 I think Whatever. it was cold. I don't remember. It's cold and it's then it's warm underneath difference. again. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it also doesn't matter. It's Whatever a... <laughs> it was, it was it was containing the Meg. Yes. Yeah, for all this Slash time. Megs. <laughs> Slash Megs. Yeah, so that thing had to let out two Megs. You um, don't know how many Megs. Anyway, so... At least so. <laughs> so anyway, so he goes... He starts a rapid descent and they they show him like having a nosebleed and like having an ear bleed. Which <laughs> yes. I'm like, I don't think that that would happen i don't think so either yeah i i just i don't understand the physiology of why your ears would start bleeding if you descend to a high pressure rapidly and also because he is in a he's thing in a thing yeah that is supposed to be pressurized like there's it's some vague thing about how diving. he's not doing certain things in order to save energy sure but like but it's I, stuff like temperature control yeah it's but not he like still pressurizing to, stuff you know go down there yeah because you can't like turn off the pressure equalizer you can yeah, turn off other and stuff he's not in like a I think, he is in a contained vessel. This is what I think. I think we should start a spinoff podcast where we just describe these movies <laughs> from memory. <laughs> Watch it one time. Watch it one time. Wait like a month and then try to remember yeah. what happens. But there are some other fun things in the Meg. So one is mm-hmm. that this lady impales her abdomen on yeah. a screwdriver. And yes. it's just like sitting in a summary with a screwdriver in her belly for multiple hours. I think in the right side of her stomach but i don't remember it's on the no it's on the left okay yeah it's on the left so it's probably in her actual stomach okay. or her spleen <laughs> One doesn't seem to affect her tremendously but at least yeah. she does the right thing i think she keeps it in there she does she doesn't take it out she does so keep somehow it in they, and they stabilize it they somehow got that right there is a doctor in this movie oh my God. and at a certain point the original crew that goes down to find the meg or to find the whatever gets hit by the Meg and um, the doctor just goes, based on their vitals, they've only, they're only going to last 18 hours. I was like, I wish I could have that power. First of all, none of these people are <laughs> on a monitor. What telemetry are you using? None we of, need some of None this. of these people are on a monitor. They yeah. have no stickers on well, their body. They have that no you can socks. see. They're like wearing a bunch of clothes. They have stuff. a suit on, but yeah. like there's no, there needs to be a wire <laughs> going. Maybe it's Bluetooth. Bluetooth <laughs> monitoring. And there are certain things that he just doesn't have, right? Like he doesn't know no, their no. body temperature necessarily. Anyways, that doesn't I think matter. that can be Either waved way, away by a magical suit. Either way, he's not going to be able to um, estimate how long they're going to live. The only thing he would know is like an Apollo 13 situation where he's like, there's only this much oxygen left. Right. Which he's not monitoring. Which he doesn't say anything yeah. about. I don't think they're monitoring. Were they monitoring how much oxygen they had? I don't remember. On Was the, that the they 18 do later. hours? They do later when okay. like the Asian lady is in her little. I don't remember the details of this part because it 
ultimately is kind of like has nothing to do with the rest of the No. Day. <laughs> because the rescue mission is successful fairly quickly, aside from the one I guy mean, that they I guess behind. like the only part, spoilers, of the rescue mission that is important is that it breaks the thermocline. It does break the thermocline. That's the thing that's important. And that's how it lets out not one but two mags. <laughs> yes. Or who knows? I mean, it's not really a spoiler because you just have to watch 40 minutes of this movie, <laughs> at which point they have somehow killed a Meg. Yeah, I will tell you that 40 minutes into this movie, you, the trailer for this movie has been com- like mission accomplished. Like it's already <laughs> done. You've already seen the entire movie that was advertised to you by the trailer. You've seen the Meg. And then there's another 40 minutes and you're just like, what's happening? This is <laughs> the sequel to this like, movie. There's a second Meg. There's a whole thing where they have to do, they're like, two of them are in like underwater yep. pod racer things and they're both yes. trying to shoot the Meg with a really. A uh, potent opiate. Yep. <laughs> that is actually used for large mammal. Yep. Uh, sedation or pain control. You get whatever. Meg one and two in just one movie. You get two yeah. Meg. So if they're gonna make a Meg two, it it's has to be have Meg three. three Megs. <laughs> it's gonna be Meg three and four. There's also like a really anyway. A lot of things don't make sense in this movie. There's a lot of weird time scales about mm-hmm. how they have like twenty minutes to do something, and they're all just I have like a lot talking of questions to each other and putting about ropes their research on the sheet, base. Ship. Like, what is the research base for? They like, spend like they almost no time. It on seems this like base. there's this like kind of arrogant tech bro who's like financing the whole Played thing. Played by Dwight Schrute. Yeah, is not his actual name, obviously, but yeah, I don't remember his actual. Name. He doesn't make it. No. I mean, from the beginning, you know that though. hundred percent. As They're soon on as he walks in, him. and he's like, "I'm the dude who finances." You're yeah. like, hundred percent. You're gonna. So die. it's like Jason Statham, Ruby Rose is in this movie. Yeah. Rain Wilson is in Ruby this Rose's movie. character. I liked. She looked like a video game character. Yeah, like, she looked hundred percent. She's like an she anime was a, character. She is a like. She's a mouth, mouthy robot building lady. Early two thousands Tekken character. Yes. Yeah, that's who she is. Yep. Like she has to get up and do her hair like that every day. Yes, they even make a comment about her hair at one point when they've been on boats and stuff. Oh, do they? I've yeah. only seen the Meg. I've only seen the Meg once. <laughs> I've only seen it once, but I just remember that because like they literally make a point of being like, "Did you do your hair or something like that?" I don't remember what they said, but they talk about it. No, oh, gee. All right, so we also watched the Meg. That is not as. Now that I'm thinking about it, Aquaman is actually has. Has an explanation for a lot of things, uh, but still doesn't. All right, I mean, let's go to our dis. We got to go to our do our discharge summary, okay. and which is where we actually thing. review the thing that we watched. Actually, review the thing that we which watched. we're talking about Aquaman, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> so Aquaman. Here's the thing. I quite enjoyed watching Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Um, the Honest trailer is very true when it's like this is a movie that's entirely built on like Jason Momoa's charisma. Oh yeah, of which. It is overflowing. He has a lot of charisma. He is excellent. Mm-hmm. There's a really funny part at the beginning of the movie where there he like saves the submarine thing, and then he goes to a bar and like <laughs> he's drinking beer with his dad, and yeah. the um there's like this scary biker gang that like the, one of the guys comes up and is like, "Hey, are you that Aquaman or something like Aqua that? Boy, Aqua guy or whatever?" And he was like, "Aquaman." And he's like, and he's like "What's it to you?" And then the guy's like, "I just." And he goes, wanted to ask if we could have a take a picture. Yeah. And he like takes out this like pink iPhone. And then there's just like a series of selfies of like just dudes partying. And I was like, I love this. Oh, I am in. I am ready to watch this whole movie. So, so what is your rating? Then? My rating is it's I'm going to give it. Um, I'm, I'm going to give this movie seven. <laughs> okay. Seven out of ten invisible chest gills. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. I'm gonna give it 
Three out of five crab people for narrative coherence, <laughs> and five out of five call drogos for Jason. For Momoa. Jason Momoa. <laughs> I will give it if, if we're if we're do, ten if we're out grading, of five. Jason, if Momoa. we're grading it on the overall DC cinematic universe oh, scale, it's yeah. a fifteen out of ten. Yes, <laughs> only What's, outpaced by Wonder Woman, which is a two thousand out of yeah. ten. Wonder Woman is like two thousand out of ten. Yeah, this one's fifteen out of ten. Everything else Everything is somewhere else is below one to ten. Two. Yeah. One to two out of ten. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is all we have time That's for, all we have. I guess. That's, That's all we have. have. That's all the information we have. So thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Docs Watch. You can subscribe to our medical ramblings on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Find us on Twitter at Docs Watch Pod or visit us at DocsWatchPod.com. <laughs>